Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. The Triforce is reassembled. It is your host, Doug Eddy, along with James Kreese and Tyler Gunther. Boys, it is good to be back. I feel refreshed after a week off. I was away this weekend, just me and wife time. It was amazeballs over in Portland, Maine. Highly recommended. Uh, if you're in the area, go to Portland, Maine. The dining there, James, you would have loved it. We had a chef's, we had we had the chef's. Uh, selection. Oh, yeah, eight, eight courses. We sat right there and watched them cook it. It was an open kitchen. It was like a dinner and a show. And it was, we had some lamb shank. We had some venison. We had oh. tuna. We had monkfish. We had halibut. Like it, it just kept coming, man. And it that's, was, that's my favorite way to eat right there. The chef, it was the chef selections and it was cooked to perfection. Hot, shout out to Evo in Portland, Maine. Uh, excellent dining there. They've got two of the top 50 restaurants in the country in Portland. Fun fact. So check it out. James, what's new in your hood? I know you the Giants. You're coming off a little bit of a, a butt whooping today. But how are you doing personally? I know you've had a rough weekend. So I'm hoping this brings you some joy. Um, it, it, the, the Giants losing just, just added to my sadness. I mean, for all intents and purposes, why the heck did we lose to the Detroit Lions? I don't know. Their, their job was to stop Barkley, and they did that very successfully. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little bitter today. A little Tyler? bitter beer face. I'm I'm happy, half half happy, because, I mean, Dallas destroyed Minnesota. Like, well, I mean, if you I have two like, teams, you know. I turned like, hey, I mean, you got to diversify, right? Wu-Tang <laughs> Financial, shout out. Um, yeah, I mean, Dallas whooped on us, and I shut that game off before halftime. I was like, mm-hmm. nope. So I started cooking then, and then uh, the Atlanta game was fun. Like all Atlanta games have been fun this season, and that's all I can hope for because yeah, I did they've not... been competitive pretty much every week. Yeah, I I didn't have expectations, and also that Cordell Patterson kick return I called right when he started creeping forward. I'm like, this dude's taking it because he's been hungry for that uh, record. record. Mm-hmm. He's been hungry for it, and he talks about it all the time. Never returned kicks all season until like two weeks ago. And then they started giving him some kick returns. Like, okay, he wants, well, they got four healthy running backs, so they don't have to like use him as much as they were. So might as well put him what he does. Absolute the best. And I don't know what it is, but Patterson gets better with age. It just seems like the game's slowing down for him to the point where even at running back, it's his visions extraordinary. Now, you know, he didn't even play running back. And now that he is like, you can thank the Patriots great. for that experiment. Remember when yeah. he was the running back there when they had some injuries and yep. yeah. I, I completely agree. And now, honestly, if you have Patterson, I would not be shocked if he resigns again with Atlanta and he's there just to keep doing one year deals yeah. for short money. You know, just why need not? to get rid of Mariota over there. Yeah. I mean, Mariota They're winning though. There was uh there was a couple plays before Pitts got hurt that Mariota pretty much laid him out to dry with Pitts like Field got, hospital ball. Oh my God, Mariota! He he can run like he's very good at running, and he keeps defenses on their toes. But yeah, enough about Atlanta. Ritter needs to play. I agree with James. Yeah. So anywho, before we get into it, I want to give a beautiful heads up, an awesome shout out to our sponsor, Manscaped. 
I used my manscaper just the other day. I had some some a little, you know, my chest hair I was, was getting a little weird. You were, you were taking pictures. We were posting them on our what? Wait, wait a minute. Uh, so check out Manscaped. It is an awesome, awesome tool. The ladies will love it. You will love it. You'll feel fresh. You'll feel dolphin smooth. You can even make dolphin sound effects if you prefer. I won't judge you. Judge judgment free zone here at Dynasty Happy Hour. But Manscaped has the right tools for the job. It's skin-safe technology. It's not going to nick you. It's not going to cut you. It's waterproof. It's got a nifty LED light to shine down on your spotlight for your overgrown hedges. The Lawnmower 4.0 is wireless. Also comes with a weed whacker and nose ear trimmer, which is new. They did not have that with the Lawnmower 3.0. So, like I said, you're getting older like me. You got those gnarly hair, those you know, those those nose hairs, those ear hairs. You can take you know, care like of those. Ear wigs or something like that. Is in, that ear, in ear wig. The yeah. worst. The worst is when you put headphones on and like the. The hair kind of just barely touches. Like, what is that static? Oh, and, it's just and, my ear hair. And, and it kind of like bugs me. So yeah, that the ear mm-hmm. trimmer definitely very very good. And then after all that, once you've shaved all your parts and you're feeling great, you can feel even fresher with the crop preserver, the cleanser, and the reviver, which is going to make your 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 area just the fresh fresh as a freshly shorn lawn. Fresh. You know that smell when you cut the grass. It makes you feel like that. So check out Manscaped today. Use code DHH for 20% off at checkout. Manscaped, your balls will thank you for it if they could talk. Imagine if your balls could talk. That'd be weird. They'd be yelling at me. Instead of the movie If These Walls Could Talk, it's If These Balls balls. Could Talk. Is that the adult version? Is that like the R version? Yeah, it's the triple X version. If These uh, Balls Could Talk. The Walls Could Talk. They'd have quite the you story. Guys, I'll tell you that much right now. I All think right. we get hit for think, censoring on this. One. I think we, I think I think we legit just came up with a movie. It's kind of like a look who's talking type feel to it, except it's your, look who's it's talking. Your yeah, we're we're a little off the balls this week. Yeah, you know we've had a couple of weeks to get together. You know, it's it's always fun when when we get Kelsey touchdown. Yeah, let's buddy. Go. It's like uh, you know, it's automatic. All right, let's talk a little bit about some injuries this week. There was a few. We're gonna get into our normal. You know, we're going to go over rookie performers, our DHH stock report, and all those awesome things that you tune in every week to hear. There was a lot of injuries this week, so we want to make sure we touch on those because, you know, it's late in the season. So those replacement players are going to be important if you have them on your roster. Or maybe you lost a player that is a starter. That's going to be important to make sure you have depth because this year, (laughs) depth is important. Like, I'm starting some players that I cringe when I'm like, I have to start this guy. I started Samaja Piran in a league. Get out. Uh, 100%. Wow. Just leave. (laughs) I laughed when I saw the second touchdown. And then you saw the third one and you were like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's a a team where I'm definitely not competing. So I was laughing. And and it looks like I am actually going to pull up a W on this one. (laughs) That's funny. Well, Samaj P. Ryan scored three touchdowns today on 15 touches. Three receiving touchdowns of all things. Who, Who knew? Because Joe Mixon suffered a concussion. He was ruled out. Uh, against the Steelers. Now, as we know, concussions aren't necessarily like, oh, he'll be back next week kind of thing. So any Joe Mixon owners out there, as we get closer and closer to the playoffs, you might be without Joe next week. Hopefully you've handcuffed him with Samaje. He is the clear handcuff there. He has been all year. We, we'd we love it to be Chris Evans on this podcast. Yeah, but Captain America, happen. it's not happening for Captain he's America old, right now. He's old Captain America right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not great. He's like so, yeah. the Human Torch version of Chris Evans, not oh. Captain America. The human Dorch, Greg Dorch. Uh, so yeah, so Joe Mixon concussion. So obviously you'll you'll have to keep an eye on the news reports as the week goes on to see if he's going to play next week as they just get, came off their bye. So there's no bye week ahead for Joe to get better. Uh, down in your neck of the woods, James, the New York Giants 
star receiver today, having his career best game, double-digit catches, over 100 yards, $1. There's some concern, according to ESPN's Jordan Renan, that he has suffered a serious right knee injury. James, what do you know about your hometown team? Uh, he was coming off of a catch, beautiful catch on the outside, ran out of the out, out of bounds, and kind of just went down on his knee awkwardly on the outside, out of bounds, and got up and went com- right back down to the ground. Mm-hmm. It did not look good, did not walk off on his own power. Um, What's this your is guess? concerning. So my, what's I my guess? A, I, I mean, a, I'm not a doctor, but I'm I'm pretty sure he messed up his knee. I see. The thing is, is <laughs> did he did he land? His, did his knee? It was hit the contact. Field? Yeah. So it was contact. Okay. So, I, I mean, I played soccer a lot in school. So when I I've actually had a knee to knee contact with somebody. Knee knee. Like it's like rubbing it was, elbows. It was terrible. Worst pain. It felt like my leg flew off. It was some of the worst pain. But for what people don't know is the kneecap, like, oh, maybe he busts his kneecap. Kneecaps are almost impossible to break. You could get run over by a car and your kneecap will actually stay, like, it's not going to shatter anything. But Mythbusters all of a sudden? This seems like uh, maybe it could just be something that, you know, right when it happened, it could just be knee bruising, some swelling, and they got to control the swelling. So there there could be some optimism because if it, was a, if it wasn't a non-contact, I would actually rather have that than I would like he he was running and then all of a sudden boom his his knee went inward and towards No, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a buckle or anything like that. It was more of a contusion kind of thing. This is the official podcast of Wandale Robinson knees. Let's keep it moving. And the only thing that really like to add to it, five other players on our team got axed today. So it, next it man really up. Hurts. Next man up. All yeah, right, there are no more. Let's Freaking keep it. Speaking catch. of uh, knee injuries, Tyler, this is in your neck of the woods, not not geographically. Knee, knee or necks? <laughs> Both. Um, Jordan Schultz reports that early indications are that Kyle Pitts' knee has avoided torn ligaments. He'll undergo uh, a, an MRI on Monday to confirm the additional diagnosis. Pitts was able to run off the field under his own power. That's probably because he's a super freak um, after going down in the third quarter against the Bears, but he did not return. So, Tyler... This is your team. What do you know about Kyle Pitts? And don't give me a five-minute spiel about knee injuries because I don't want it. Well, you see, ligaments. No. Ligaments? Ligaments. Ligaments are in your leg. Isn't that the elf in Lord of the Rings, ligaments? No. Oh, that's that's Legolas. Orlando Bloom. Great actor. But, uh, but no, um, this, this sucks. I mean, he was already having. Uh, I mean, he sucks. So, like, he whatever. Sucks, so, but the, you thing, know. the positive thing is, is we Start saw Adrian. We saw Adrian Peterson, you know, have a knee surgery and then come back pretty much a cyborg. Same type of athlete here. So maybe Kyle Pitts gets knee surgery. But boom, Adrian M- Peterson was good pre surgery. MVP season. Here we come. Kyle Pitts, 2023. MVP of what? Like, well, NFL he players takes care of his Kyle? ligaments. Most valuable person. Most valuable Kyle in the NFL. Kyle most, Allen is pissed. Most valuable personality. Let's okay. keep it moving. I can't with you and Kyle Pitts anymore. I'm off my ligament. All right. Matthew Stafford, unfortunately, looks like he suffered another concussion. Dude. He had a concussion. They had the bye week, I believe. Uh, then John Wolford played. And now Stafford was in there today. He had a, a, a bomb. We'll talk about that later um, to a Rams player. He was sacked and took a helmet-to-helmet hit on the back of his head. They took him out of the game. Obviously, concussion evaluation. He did not return. Um, Sean McVay 
just uh, said not too shortly ago, they're going to be careful with Stafford, which makes sense. Like, cause he's your franchise quarterback on a franchise that is literally going down the toilet. You sold out and you won a super bowl and now you stink. Congrats. Bay stays. Unless, unless he gets an offer to go somewhere. He played pretty well today. He, see McVay already got an Darrell offer. Henderson did. McVay already Four got snaps. an offer. So that's the thing. McVay was at, what was it? CBS or they can or get some draft picks back. Oh, they, they could, they could trade Darnold if he wants to stay or Aaron Donald. They could trade uh, Jalen Ramsey. They could trade Sean McVay. They could trade Sean McVay. They, they have pieces to trade. I was hearing this on uh Cecil Lammy podcast and Sigmund Bloom. They're talking about it. They can, they can get draft pick back draft picks back. They're just going to have to tank for like two to three years, and they're going to have to actually bad. live with that in a market yep. where they expect in a you brand to win. new stadium in a brand. Mm. But hey, they got a Super Bowl, and yeah. some people sell their soul for hey. the Super Bowl. That is very true. I just you made still that. got the Colorado Avalanche that could win. That's the owner's other team he owns. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, let's move on. We've got uh, Marquise Brown unlikely to play on Monday Night Football. He should be back next week. It looks like he said he's feeling much better and intends to play in Week Twelve. So we'll have one more week of a DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, heavy, heavy target share. Um, and then when Hollywood Brown comes back, I saw someone trade in redraft. They traded their um, their first round pick after their keepers next year for DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm like, do you not see the writing on the wall with this target share? I think it's probably going to go down once Hollywood comes back. But hey, whatever. I don't make the rules. You do what you do on your team. That's fine. And last but not least, the MVP at the quarterback position in the last month, Justin Fields went down with a left shoulder injury after having another solid game today against the Falcons. Um, he was carted off post game, which is interesting. Maybe because he needed some fluids, maybe because he was exhausted from running around and carrying the offense. Although David Montgomery had a nice game today. Um, yeah. Justin Fields, obviously a situation to monitor his, his schedule has been softer than Charmin in the last month. Ooh, and now, so and now his schedule gets a little tougher if you own Justin Fields, you're hoping that you make it to the championship game in week 17 where he faces Detroit again. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how Justin Fields performs over these next handful of weeks. And, of course, if he's injured, that could affect his running. If he's got an injured shoulder, he might not be as prone to run. And we all know that he's not exactly the elite passer that um, we want him to be. So that's going to be – that's the, the rushing has unlocked his fantasy ceiling. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here with Justin Fields in the next week or so. All right. Shout out to Trophy Smack. They are doing work. Whether you play football, hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer, which just started, didn't the, the World Cup in Qatar or Qatar? Oh. <laughs> Dirt Qatar, Qatar. Turk Qatar, whatever. That awful place where they, they yeah, banned heard beer they tried sales. To pay players from Ecuador? No, to... they, they paid people from. Um, God, where was it? Oh, Pakistan. It's they a, paid, it's they a paid people. God, so to bad. be fans for other countries. So England rolled in, looking nothing like England. Brazil came in, looking nothing like Brazil. What an absolute sham. Yep. Mm. It, it, is, is. it is an ugly thing. If you haven't read up on it, you should. Watch they HBO paid... Real Sports on any of the things they've done in Qatar about the employees that built the stadiums. Like, you name it. It's it terrible. is ruthless. And, and yeah, they, FIFA, hey, you got your almost billions of dollars for this. But you got congratulations. That oil money. Here you go. Congratulations. Oh. It could have been in the U.S. Uh, they're going to have it in U.S., Mexico, and Canada. They're going to split it up. But yet, they didn't want to do that. They wanted to have it here where they pretty much got bribed to do so. Yeah, FIFA, not exactly an ethical company. No. Uh, so, yeah, so check out Trophy Smack if you play in soccer leagues. 
We got that for you too. Anything that you got, they can customize it. James has a beautiful customized belt with sure the Swedish is. chef on it. It's awesome. Uh, use code DHH ring, get a free $60 championship ring. It's bulky. It's big. It looks super nice. Tyler has one on his desk for our lovely championship win in the trade addicts league last year. Um, you can get that when you purchase a trophy or a belt. They also have stuff for the losers of your league, which I'm looking around leagues this year and I'm seeing teams that are like not even set in lineups. And this isn't just dynasty. This is redraft. People are like, it's week 11. I'm out of it. And they've just given up. I've gotten some cheap W's these last couple of weeks because people aren't paying attention. Uh, if I'm the commissioner in those leagues, you got to do a better job at letting these people know um, that like, Hey, either set a lineup or you ain't coming back. Cause I ain't got no time for that. Um, anywho, just instead, my little soapbox. Instead of a poop trophy for them, actually send them poop in a bag if they're going to do that. <laughs> yeah, send them poop in a bag or maybe a trophy with like a foot like kicking them out of the league. That would be good. Yeah, that would um, be fun. Be and a also, nice consolation prize. Also, one last thing with the trophies. Uh, my old high school I went to, they didn't know that we were sponsored by Trophy Smack. They ordered a trophy. It was uh, the wrestling coach. I, I follow him on Twitter. Um, he graduated with my sister, but he has a belt for the wrestler of the week That's and they awesome. got it from they got it from trophy smack and you could do things like that like yep. we, I, there's tons of teachers in uh in fantasy football and all that there's nice things you could do where you know to kind of kick things up a notch almost anything a, a trophy will kick anything up a notch i mean doug you me and james are in a league where there's a belt that traveling belt and that almost matters more than the winnings <laughs> Hopefully it gets shipped back to Rhode Island. That'd be nice. I miss <laughs> Maybe it already. one day it'll come to the Jersey Shore. Not this year. Oh, God. We're going to have to deep clean that once we get it back. <laughs> yeah, like, you have to drop it off at Stanley Steamer and have them take care of that. Before <laughs> easy, it back. easy. Shine it up a real yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. So once again, shout out Trophy Smack, code DHH ring for that free ring at checkout. All right. Let's get into our top rookie performers. You know, I'm going to let Tyler take this one because... Anytime this player's name comes up, it's always a like, it's like Kyle Pitts, but at the running back position, right? Is that a pretty good comparable, James? Like when yeah, we talk about I, I Tyler? I agree with that last statement. Yeah, yes. okay. Kick, kick it off, Tyler. Who you got? Uh, James Cook. Oh, I mean, shocker. Hey, hey, you know what? The, the best part is, is I'm going to wrap this up into, I'm just going to mix it in with um, one of my DTC players too. James Cook, he went 11 for 86. And hey, he broke off some really good chunk runs. He's running between the tackles very well, almost like his brother. You know what? They they train together in the offseason. He's, no. he's, he's almost like a poor man's Delvin Cook. He's not as quick through the hole, but James Cook has looked so much better after they got Naheem Hines. You know that guy they traded for where everybody's like, James Cook is dead. James Cook is getting more touches, and he's playing a lot more snaps and playing better. So I, I'm going to just go right into the DTC thing where he's at a 2.8 value in Superflex and tight end premium on the Dicey Trade Calculator. That is almost like a third-round pick. I was going to say, I'm, it's like a late second, early third, right? I'm easily giving that up for James Cook. I mean, you're probably going to have to give a late second, and I would not be... Tyler, you own him in every league anyway. There's no no more leagues to trade for him in. That is true. That is very true. But you know what? There is still hope A month here. from now, you're going to be like, i got to diversify. So Wait, didn't James you Cook. trade me James Cook for Elijah Moore? For Elijah Moore. Moore. You know yeah, what? I'm Who happy won? about that. Who who won? Me. Nobody. Nobody. Won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So far. <laughs> so, yeah. TBD. To be determined. So yeah, I mean, that that to me screams tremendous value. And yeah, it, I get they beat the Browns, and it was just off the leg of of uh, Tyler Bass, who could be the oom player 
of the week. But why did yeah, they I'm, trade for Naheem Hines? I I think why? they wanted they wanted depth. They didn't trust Zach Moss, who James right all pro right. Zach Moss. I can't believe you couldn't trust him. Yeah, but I, Naheem, I agree with that. Naheem Hines. They they wanted depth. He's a good special teams player for them. It looks like he's returning punts and, and some kicks. He he may he'll, he'll have play. a crucial fumble in the playoffs and cost. Oh them. yeah, yeah. And, and and it looks like a player that they just traded for, and they're gonna treat him like you know the third running back now because James Cook, like Duncan Hines. Yeah, to me, it's James Cook as a second RB. So I am very happy to see this because I've seen some major progression. Yeah, there there has been an uptick in James Cook's usage, and I like what I'm seeing. He is getting more work in between the tackles when Singletary's off the field. So I'm happy about that. I would like to see the targets go up because in college, he was great catching the ball on the outside. Um, we haven't really seen that yet. The last game he had decent amount of targets was up against the Jets. Uh, he had four targets, only caught two balls for 18 yards. I want to see him start to do better, and I think next week up against Detroit, we're going to start seeing the shift to James Cook more. Next week, four days, James. You know oh, what shoot. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take right. what I can get with James Cook because it was not looking pretty like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but he's shown that he's he's been contributing, which is, which yes. is good. And there the was injury on the offensive line last week too. So Yeah, the momentum is definitely building for Monsieur Cook. All right, let's keep it moving to our next rookie top performer, and that was Chris Olave. He caught five of his six targets for 102 yards and a touchdown. You know, Andy Dalton is the starter there. He shows that he likes to, he likes to target Olave and he loves him some Juwan Johnson. Shout out if you picked him up cheap because he scored in not one, not two, but three weeks in a row. He's not my tight end by, by the way. Um, but yeah, Chris Olave showing out again in his rookie season. James, is he, I know he doesn't have that alpha profile, but he keeps putting up solid weeks every week for Olave. So do you think it's a, he's good with Andy Dalton, but he could be even better when we see what they do at quarterback next year. Yeah, I think you, you you hit the nail on the head there when you say if they can do it better next year with the quarterback. I don't think it's Jameis Winston. I don't think it's Andy Dalton. This team needs a franchise quarterback that can Jimmy spread the ball Garoppolo. around, that can move around in the pocket if necessary, and, and hit Chris Olave. I mean, Andy Dalton's doing a pretty damn good job of it, not to take anything away from him. He's I hit mean, or miss, but yeah. He is hit or miss, but he's hitting more so now with Olave than he has ever in his career, in my opinion. I mean, the last time he looked this good was when he played with A.J. Green in Cincinnati. Uh, so I'm I'm okay with the, the production from Andy Dalton. As far as Chris Olave goes, I know he was written off like he was limited on what he would be able to do on the field Tyler. in the offseason. <laughs> Hated Chris Olave. I think it's opportunity knocks. And when opportunity knocks, if you answer the door, man, Olave's kicking the freaking door. When you open the down. door, it's actually Dawson Knox. It's when you open hair. the You're door, like, you, you kick here? the door, is what you said. When you open the door, you kick the door. I don't when it's I mean, you might hurt your ligament um, when you do that. So, <laughs> so for me, you got to think about this. The Saints don't have their first round pick. Jameis is actually signed. For another year. It mm -hmm. could actually be Jameis. Okay. Could be. Okay. Dalton's only a one-year deal. And I love Jameis and Olave. That's like I a still, match made I, in heaven. I, I, yes, I exactly. still think that Olave moving forward is is a relevant dynasty well, wide receiver. Yeah, wide receiver. I, I wouldn't say he's a wide receiver one. No, I would no. be happy with a two. I'm okay with a two. He's a two with some could wide you, receiver one weeks. Could you yeah, because he's, he's got that weeks. boom. 
Could you see him creeping up into a wide receiver one area in Dynasty for startups? I mean, it would have to be a, a very bad year for some of the other guys. Only, be, only be, maybe only because people love youth and that, yeah. that would be the I, only. I think he's going to be inflated by the end of the season, going up against wide receivers like Garrett Wilson and Drake London that have that have had bad quarterback play considerably. Um, yeah, and that and that'll boost his stock a little bit too much, and he'll get inflated, and that's the time where you could turn around and possibly sell for another one. Yeah, let's keep it moving here with the rookie performance of the week. The other one, well, there's a couple more. I'm actually adding to the list as I'm talking because I'm a multitasker. <laughs> yeah, David, um, it. it, it's Brian Robinson. He rushed 15 times for 57 yards. I'm let, um, let me say this: Antonio Gibson has been outplaying Brian Robinson for the last few weeks. Yep. Brian Robinson to me, he's a grinder. He's a early career Samaje Pirine. Like he's not going to catch passes. He's going to grind in between the tackles. If you need to run him 15 times, sure, you might get 50 to 60 yards. He's nothing special to me. Antonio Gibson, he's been playing much better. He's been catching passes out of the backfield with McKissick out. He's just a better player. So I know people were so down on Gibson, and people had such a hard-on for Robinson. You know, it's a great story that he's been able to come back after what he's gone through. But even before then, I was like, I don't know. I wasn't really sold on Brian Robinson. And from what I've seen so far, he's a guy. Like if he falls yep. into the end zone and you had to start him, cool. But 100%. I'm not going out to acquire him. If someone likes him, I'll gladly um, ship him off my team. But I'm just kind of like, eh, with Brian I'm, Robinson. I'm out at I'm out with the second, easily. Oh See God! You. If someone gave me a second, that's a slam. Except, yep, hundred yeah. percent. Even if they give me like a third and a player, I'd be like, yep. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I, I yeah, might want to hold on to Robinson. Uh, yeah. I don't see it though. Like Gibson's. Clearly, outplaying him with limited Robinson's touches. Robinson's got—he doesn't have any juice. Like, I mean, what, so what do you? Eighty-six do for one last week. Twenty-six carries against the Eagles. Twenty-six defense. carries. It took him twenty-six. I know carries he's only averaging. He's Eagles not averaging. That is the Eagles rush yards. defense hasn't it's been great. Terrible. Yeah. Next week he's got Atlanta. So Antonio so, Gibson week. So he's no. gonna get like thirty carries for seventy-three yards. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm just not. I just haven't been impressed. No, he's he's Bo Scarborough, and I think Bo Scarborough. Bo Scarborough. Might... Hey, wow, remember remember drop. when he was the next Derrick Henry Tyler? I yep. remember those days. Remember when Brian Robinson was like, "Hey, this guy could be it." Yeah, not <laughs> he's so Zach much. Moss. All right, let's move on to some <laughs> other rookie top performers. I've got two that I just added to the sheet that were egregiously overlooked. Oh yeah, it's Christian Watson on Thursday night. He doesn't get a huge target share, but you know what? All he does is catch touchdowns. He's got five in the last two games. He's got more than any other rookie receiver, I think, well, through this Sunday, at least up until Sunday. He had more. Uh, five touchdowns, it's it's real. The, he's showing the athleticism, that jump ball in the end zone. You know, the biggest knock on Watson, it wasn't the athleticism. It was his raw, his rawness and route running. And Rodgers is kind of showing that he trusts him. That ball that he scrambled, it was a scramble drill. He kind of lofted it up there for Watson, and Watson made a play on it and pulled it down. And that's what Rodgers needs in this offense. Offense. Alan Lazard's not that guy. Randall Cobb's not that guy. Robert Tanyan's not that guy. They need to score points because they're not very good. So Christian Watson, he may be super efficient with touchdowns, so that is going to regress a little bit. Um, but I like what I've seen. I, I spent a bunch of fab on him in a redraft league. Got kind of laughed at. I put in a big bid. The next biggest bid was five bucks. I put thirty in because <laughs> I was like, whatever. And uh, I got him. Started him. Two touchdowns. Got me nineteen points. I'm happy. If you drafted Christian Watson, hopefully you didn't sell him off when it was like, oh, this kid stinks, and you held on to him. Because now it's looking like he could be a player that 
could help you win your leagues down the stretch. James, what do you think about that? I don't disagree with the remark. I mean, he's he's being targeted. It looks like he has solid hands. Sometimes. Eh, whether along, <laughs> I don't, uh, I mean, what's going to happen with this organization? Do we trust that Aaron Rodgers is going to stick around if he doesn't win a championship? Do we trust Jordan Love? We all know Tyler does, but I certainly don't trust Jordan Love. Trade Rodgers in the offseason. That would be the smart play for the Packers. Yeah, I, I would agree with that as well. And, and But we don't know the future, and that's the only thing that scares me with Watson and Romeo Dobbs, for that matter. That's fair. Tyler, any thoughts on Christian Watson? Yeah, I mean, the, the smart play was trying to go out and acquire him for cheaper because it looked like he was dead in the water. Romeo Dobbs was the, the hotness in that offense, and Watson was hurt. Didn't look like he was going to see the field. But Now it's flipped. We all know the the upside Watson had. He was a fast guy. He was a little raw. He showed out in the Senior Bowl, and we all had positive news coming out, and a lot of people loved him. Like, I, I got him part of uh, of a trade. I traded A.J. Brown, and I got three rookies, Wanda Robinson, Jahan Dotson, and, and Christian Watson, all upside plays. But, hey, I mean, I, I'm rebuilding. I needed, needed some depth, and I needed some shots, and I took them. And, you know, the, I'd rather have A.J. Brown, yeah. But, man, like, Christian Watson could be something big. He he could be something just like the, he, he could be MBS or he could be something more. And that's the the kind of range possibility with Watson. Uh, what, what would you guys give up for Watson right now? Like if you guys were like, uh, let's, let's go see if I can go get him. I'd be what comfortable. You, probably first. I was going to say early, early to second. second. Yeah, early to mid second, I'd be okay with a fir- think, late first is a little too much for me. I think right now where he stands, it would have to be in that nine to twelve range in the first round. Mm, I wouldn't be Especially, able. To, I wouldn't make that jump. I don't with know this, if I would do that. I would try to trade for maybe a better player, maybe like a needed, T Higgins or something like that. It, I mean, you're not getting T Higgins for nine to twelve, maybe two nine to twelve first, but not just one. Mm-hmm. Nine to twelves. Uh, yeah, so let's get on to our next rookie. How could we forget on this list? George Pickens. Like, stud. Alpha stud. He had six targets, four for 83 and a touchdown. He out-targeted Deontay Johnson. The slide of Deontay Johnson's season continues. I still think he's a super talented player, but he's sitting on zero touchdowns for the season. He's not hyper-targeted like he was with Big Ben. Kenny Pickett loves him some. Pat Fryer move. That's right. 30% target share for Pat today. He's over 20% on the season. Pat Fryer moved to the moon, Tyler. 10% of the cost of Kyle Pitts in auction leagues. I'm going to keep saying it. Pat Fryer moved. But let's talk about George Pickens. He's a guy I would give up a late first for. I think he's that dude. Maybe even higher than that. I'd, I'd write, yeah, mid. This I'm going to tell everybody this wide receiver class in 2023 is not all the hype. Like They had a couple receivers that look like they could be legit. That have turned out to be falling on their face a little bit this season. Uh, Pickens should be better than the first receiver in this class. And I would give up, let's see, you probably have running back. Like 105 to 106 is probably his range right now. And that's that's probably an easy slam dunk for me. Yeah, Pickens, he, he's he's a dog out there, man. He's competitive. He's making plays. He's He blocks. He's out there. He's going to be out there all the time now that Claypool's gone. He's a he's Tomlin guy. He's a Tomlin guy. Like, Tomlin loves that shit. Yeah, he is he is the future there along with Fryermuth. Deontay, I know he just signed a deal. We'll see what happens with him. It's disappointing because I still think he's a, a really good player. 
you know, his uh, reception perception this season has been really good um, with Matt Harmon. So it's not like he's fallen off and he's trash. He's just, it's been a different offense than it was last year. Big Ben, his first read on almost every play was Deontay Johnson. So love some George Pickens. It's great to see him ball out now that he's playing uh, a larger snap share with Chase Claypool out of the picture. All right, let's move on to our DHH player stock report, which is brought to you by our friends at the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Use code DHH for a subscription to let them know who sent you. The guys would love it. You know, we see those guys. I met Izzy in real in real life, and he was great. Like, just as awesome as you think he would be by listening to the podcast. Uh, super great guy. And meeting Hurley and, and uh, Mosier. Just an awesome team over there at DTC. So make sure you support them code DHH for a subscription. It's not that expensive. Sign up for the year. I use it relatively often to see if I'm in the ballpark. I use it as a guide. It's not the law. It's not the Bible, but it's great to use as a guide to see where you're at or if someone sends you an offer, which I've got some absolutely freaking laughable offers in the last 48 hours, by the way, where I'm like, I don't even need to check DTC because they're just freaking bad. I was like, we're not on the same page with these players. So pass. Anywho. Let's get into our DTC segment. So, Tyler, I want you to go over your players. We're going to use comparison examples. Like, a 23 early first is worth 30 points. A 23 mid first is worth 25. And a 23 late first is worth 20. Tyler, you've got some players. James, you got some players. I don't have any players. So I'm just going to let you guys control the flow as I sit back and watch and offer my beautiful commentary as you guys do your thing. Yeah, my first player is Mac Jones, and this came about because I got Mac offered, Jones. I got offered a trade this weekend, and it was uh, Kenny Pickett, and Mac Jones kind of swap, and and another player involved. But I thought to myself, Mac Jones and Kenny Pickett should be close. Now, Pickett's in like the twenty three point range, and Mac Jones was fifteen, fifteen point eight, which is almost a second rounder. To me, give me Mac Jones over the second rounder. I get his season hasn't been the best; it's been up and down. He's had a high ankle sprain, especially, I think it's, Doug, you can correct me. Is it on the foot that he plants and has to plant and yes. to throw? Yeah, that sucks. Like, that's going to affect your throwing a little bit. He had a very efficient day today. Yeah, he was accurate in the, today. In, in the cold against a very windy, good pass Very defense, windy in Foxborough today. Mac Jones, all he needs is a couple more weapons. Now, that's my biggest issue. Bill, will, will Bill Belichick actually get him weapons? I actually like Tyquan Thornton's future. And I do think Bill is getting smarter with the way he picks. I would not be shocked if he kind this of this draft class has been it's been it's been nice. pretty good. Uh, and and for me, game winning punt return. Hey. Bill Bill to me seems like he's like okay, you know maybe my strengths are defense, and when it comes to the offense, maybe he'll let somebody else give him the scouting report and get a good receiver. The key the key to that is maybe don't dip into the first round at receiver. Those second round receivers seems to be they seem to be the the crown jewel in draft classes and maybe that's where Bill will go, but for me Mac Jones still has upside. He's a first round pick. They're not getting rid of him for Bailey Zappi. Zappi no. is a a competent NFL backup quarterback. That's what he is. And if you need him in a pinch, he will do okay. Mac Jones actually has skill to my mind. And for me, the people fading him like this it's kind of mind-blowing because a year ago, we're all talking, he's the best rookie quarterback out of this class. And now Almost 4,000 yards passing, 20-plus touchdowns. like, And now all of a sudden, it's, he sucks because they're having an off year. The offensive line's kind of busted up, and their weapons. And they lost two starters today, it looks like, for multiple weeks. Yeah, so hopefully Andrews, Andrews is okay. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Mac, 
is playing very good with the injury he has. Like we got to remember that high ankle sprain will cause pain throughout the game. And it's not something that heals up within two weeks. It's a, it's an eight week injury. So for me, Mac Jones is a buy at an early second round pick. And if I can do that, I'm going right now to do that. Like if you can do that, pause right now and go buy Mac Jones in a super flex league for a second. I agree with that. James, who you got on your list this week? Oh, on my list, uh, I'll start with the quarterback. It's Sam Howell. Right now yes. on DTC Superflex, it's only he's only 3.6. Now that is way lower than Mac Jones' second. And I would definitely like to have Sam Howell instead of Mac Jones because I think Sam Howell's future in Washington is very, very bright. Carson Wentz not coming back to start the season. Heineke is not going to be the starter in 2020. It's a fun story, though. <laughs> Great story. Love it. But I'm going to use that story right now and buy Sam Howell on the cheap. Um, I, I think he's just a better quarterback, and they're holding him for that reason. We haven't seen him come on the field. They have a competent player in, in Heineke to, to take over for the rest of the season. We know the story with Carson Wentz. We already mentioned that. We've read this book. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, already. like we've played, we've played this game so many times. Fool me it's three like times. it's like playing the first level of Super Mario Brothers over and over and over again. You know when to jump, and this is the moment to jump on Sam Howell for sure. I I love the player. Don't agree with the Mac Jones over Howell, but the Same. broadcast the broadcast did say that the Commanders like Heineke, but they even said on the broadcast they absolutely love. Sam Howell. They said that pregame, and they're like, they love this kid, Sam Howell, and they hope that he is the future. So we could we could see him next year if Heineke, like maybe they give Heineke a little extension. Maybe he comes in the starter and Howell's the backup, and then Heineke, which we all kind of expect, kind of fades, and mm -hmm. Howell comes in in 2023. Yeah, Howell is my favorite pick in the mid to late third, early fourth in Superflex leagues. I got him. I have him in a, just a ton of leagues because I'm like, you know what? At that point. You take a quarterback just to take a quarterback yes, that you sir. might like, and if it hits, awesome. So that's exactly what my mindset was with Sam Howell. Not the starter, but like I like this kid. He coming out of North Carolina. A lot of people liked him too. And yeah, he looked good in the preseason. He's got some legs. He's got some some onions. He makes those throws. So I like I like that call with Sam Howell. Tyler, let's go back to you and give me another quarterback. It looks like Jameis. We talked about him once already. I. Man, watching the interview, feel bad for the guy. Like, you could tell he's hurt by this. If it was Sean Payton, Jameis would be starting. But since Sean Payton's not there, uh, I don't know what they're doing. Maybe Andy Dalton's more of the robot. You know, we can control this guy and do anything with him. Beep, beep. And, you know, despite the mistakes, he's going to kind of just still do what we tell him. Like, I, I don't get it there. Like, the Saints are kind of a hot mess. And for me... Jameis is the better quarterback. He he is actually better, like you said, for Chris Olave and any player that comes through there. Jameis, he's a 4.3 value. So we're talking around Sam Howell. And in my opinion, Sam Howell and Jameis, they will be starting in 2023 somewhere. That is not a hot take to me. I think that is almost locked in. Jameis should be starting for the Saints right now, personally, but he's not. And if you can get him in super flex, he's going to be 29 next year. Go out and do it. He's still a lot of tread left young. on those tires. Oh yeah, tons. And the and the dude just he, players love him despite the you know the corniness the of eating the W He's thing. Country bro, like eating the W thing that that's kind of past him. But players love it. He and, matured a lot once he went to New Orleans, and yes. Sean Payton helped him a lot. Like he cut Payton, down on the turnovers. Yeah. Like he's been working his butt off. 
Yeah, he's he's not that. He's why not? not? As why why can't he go like say Stafford's like, hey, I I can't do this anymore. Injuries get worse. Jameis to to the Rams. Like McVeigh could do so much good with this guy. Jameis to the Colts. Jameis to the Colts. James is such a Colts t- move. There's a, there, oh my God, that is just thinking about it. Don't go to the Colts because that almost automatically makes him a bust. Yeah, <laughs> just throw deep to Pittman and I'll I'll love it. Yeah, but yeah, I I like Jameis and his value is so good right now. It's it's almost hard to pass up. Yeah. All right, James. Let's go back to you. You've got a player that's currently playing on a football field as we speak. Talk to me about this rookie. Isaiah Pacheco, and I know it's not one of your favorite running backs, but he intrigued me in the offseason. Uh, out of Rutgers, had a really good speed. Had trouble running catching, back at the combine. Yeah, had, had some trouble catching the ball. And you know what? He went to a pass-friendly offense in the Chiefs, and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, no, he's behind CEH. He's behind Jarek McKinnon. But now we're seeing Isaiah Pacheco just after last week alone, 56% of the snap share. I think this continues. And obviously it's already continued tonight. He's already had, he already has four for 41. He's averaging 10 yards per carry right now. Um, He's a big enough back to break through the line. Not afraid to get his uh, feet wet. Is that where hands dirty? I don't know. I stink. I stink at that. (laughs) I'm going to stop. If your feet are wet, yeah, that would would stink. The main point of Isaiah Pacheco, now, I overpaid for Pacheco earlier in the year. I gave up in a uh, 14-team league. I gave up a probably late second. Still do it. I would still go ahead and do that right now. I think he's linked to this franchise for a lot longer than CEH is going to be. Because he's dirt cheap. And I think he's going to profit off of this i think his value is just going to start to rise week over week as long as he's getting that 50 percent snap share i'm all about isaiah pacheco it wouldn't surprise me because the chiefs are one of those teams where they they've got a lot of money like they haven't blown they haven't done what the rams have done but i mean they look at like Hilaire's making first round money which is pretty significant and they've got pacheco who's making what seventh round money yeah. who's making almost nothing wouldn't be surprised if we see Hilaire moved in the offseason either via trade or just like see you later just like cut um because they they clearly aren't fans of ceh anymore like i know that was a nice story was like oh he was going through this last year and everyone was like ceh sleeper 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 luckily <laughs> someone offered me a, a first for him and i <laughs> i took it and ran like as fast as i could and i drafted george pickens with that pick so i am very happy uh it was a, a late first and i couldn't be happier with how that worked out um let's go back to you tyler uh you know this one this one warms my my cold little heart so, no, so much. I, I was doing this last year, and Pat Fryermuth in tight end premium should be a top five tight end. 100%. He is at a 20.5, which is around a late first. Last year, James saw it. I gave up a late first for Pat Fryermuth before a lot of this was happening. The writing was on the wall, and I saw Kenny Pickett, a rookie, and Doug, what do we always say about rookie quarterbacks and they, the tight end? They, they usually like to rely on their tight ends. That's what history would tell us. Especially yeah. a young, athletic, very good tight end. Mm-hmm. So for me, Pat Fryermuth, I still has not. Re- I feel like he has not reached his peak. For me, if you need a tight end and a tight end premium, which the advantage there is very nice, I would give up a, a mid first for Pat Fryermuth, like one hundred six. I think he's, I'd give. He's for getting. 
Kelsey and Andrews level usage. And you would give up a top five first round pick for Andrews, you know, early yeah, he's on just the not season. scoring the same touchdowns that he did in his rookie year, but like it's, it's coming. Yes. I mean, we, the touchdowns, usage is definitely there. Positive regression will come with the touchdowns and yeah, yep. it's, you, you got to follow the writing on the wall. Yeah. Love me some Pat the bat. I've got him in a bunch of leagues. Cause when people are spending $600 in auction leagues for Kyle Pitts, I was spending $60 for Pat Fryermuth. That's called winning. All right, let's move back to James. You've got a, a mighty might of a wide receiver here who's playing tomorrow night in Mexico City. Talk to me about Rondell Moore. I mean, Rondell Moore, what else is there to say? His target share is through the roof right now. Whether or not it stays that way because of Hollywood Brown being activated or not activated for this week and the following week, who knows? But I think Rondell Moore fits in this offense much more than we thought he was going to at the beginning of the season. Last year, we all had high hopes for Rondell Moore. It did not work out. Um, I, they really didn't use him last year. No. And this year, it's maddening. it seems like he has learned the offense, learned the speed of the NFL, has integrated into that slot role perfectly. And I think he's here to stay. I bought him for, I don't remember what I traded him for him last year. It was like maybe like a third. At, towards the end of the year and i'm happy with it love that because right now 8.2 on dtc that's like a mid-second i'm all about it i would definitely give up a mid-second for rondell moore he's got two years left on his contract believe it or not they could get rid of hopkins next year it would hey, be a Cliff. big big <laughs> huge cap hit but i mean it could very well happen and you never know what's what's going on in arizona they make dumb moves all the time yeah, it'd be interesting if they got rid of Hop. He seems to be one of the heartbeats of that team, so I don't, I don't know that that would happen. But um, but yeah, Either with way. no, with no Ertz going forward, we, you know, Trey McBride's a rookie, but I, I like Rondale Moore's target share. Might dip a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be huge. Even with Hollywood back, there, he's a different player than Hopkins in Hollywood. I think he's, you know, Hopkins is pretty versatile, but they can use more out of the backfield. Like they can use him in a lot of different ways. And he had a great, you know, obviously a great prospect profile out of Purdue. Uh, when he came out. So I like Rondell Moore a lot. Actually, Tyler and I co-own a team that has Rondell Moore, and he's been he's been a great starter for yeah. us after we've had some injuries. So we got we rid of Judy, Rondell. and yeah, now we're relying That's on good Rondell. Move. Yes, that was James uh, approved to that Judy move. <laughs> yeah, and the best part about Rondell Moore is, you know, we all kind of lost hope on these small receivers, and Wondell Robinson and, and Rondell Moore have given us hope for for future players like this, I know there's a couple players coming in that have that like that jitterbug mentality, but now it's a copycat league and seeing these two players, you know, succeed in the NFL gives us hope and being able to to positively positively draft these smaller guys and, and feel comfortable with that. Tyler, I like this next one that you've got because this man, even though he's got a stud across from him and AJ Brown, Devonta Smith's target share numbers are very, very good. So talk to me about Devonta Smith on the on your trading value. So he's at a 21.9, which is, uh, you know, around 109, 110. And for me, if you need a receiver, that is a slam except because for me, just like kind of George Pickens, Devonta Smith is better than a lot of these receivers coming out this year. If you need receiver help, he's a great player to go after. And the best part is, is, you know, you see Jalen Hurts having some iffy games and A.J. Brown getting more of the the bigger plays. Devonta Smith is still getting his. And Do you know what his target share was today, Tyler, for Devonta Smith? What's that? Number one in the NFL. 
going into Sunday Night Football at 39.1%. Remember, no Dallas Goddard. Yep. Guess who benefited from that? Yep. Devonta Devonta Smith. Smith. They did not use anything. Calcaterra, Jack Stoll. They didn't use Brent Selleck. They didn't use. (laughs) He's back. (laughs) Richard Rogers. uh, What's the Smith kid that was there? The athletic kid. Lee Smith? No. <laughs> Nay Smith was his basketball. No, they used to have a Smith there at tight end that was uh, fun for a little bit. But anyway, they didn't use the tight end. Devonta Smith, 39% target share. Yeah, that that's awesome. And the best part about trading for him is when you talk about the Eagles, you it, your mind instantly reacts to A.J. Brown. That's where you go. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, Smith's the number two in an offense where they don't throw as much. And that is kind of where you can lead up, lean off of because the price won't be as spendy for you going for Devonta Smith. If you want A.J. Brown, you're giving up two firsts. If you want Devonta Smith, you're giving up a late first. And give me that over the spendy player. Yeah, Devonta Smith is a great buy, especially if you need receiving help for your playoff push and the future because he's still very young. I love it. And James, you guys are talking to me at tight end. You know, Tyler's got Pat Fryermuth. James, you've got my guy. He was he's been on a heater. He didn't score this week. Right. And that's but... exactly why I have him on this list because he didn't score this week. If he kept scoring, Doug, Cole Komet's value would be skyrocketing right now. But I think with this and the Justin Fields injury, it may his value may just take a hit a little bit. He may go back to quiet Cole Komet, depending on what the offense is going to put out. And I just don't see that many pass receiving weapons on this offense. Cole Komet has benefited from it the past three games and coming in for a late second. I'm down for, for picking up Cole Komet and seeing if he is that Mark Andrews type to the uh, Lamar Jackson quarterback style that Justin Fields has been showing. Maybe they only need Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet and it doesn't really matter who the third option is. You know, I'm I'm okay with that. I think it could very very well happen. And before those those three games with the five touchdowns, I mean, he was dirt cheap. You could pick him up probably off the waiver wire in some leagues. Maybe not a tight end premium league. Super def- shallow leagues, maybe. Yeah, I did. I definitely up. dirt cheap, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So before his value rises anymore, I I think it's time to stake your claim. If you're in, go and get him. If you're out, I mean, you really can't sell him after the. Per- production today but i'm right. i'm i'm down for it i, I think cole Komet has a bright future if, you, if you've been listening to I us agree. for a while you have cole Komet because we have been big supporters and big, big cole Komet fan yeah yep, yep. i know it's, it, obviously this beginning of this year was rough but he's he's turned that front upside down the whole offense and when that offense started to lift so did cole Komet. so love it all right let's move on to tyler's oomph player of the week who you got tyler tony pollard now, I I want to go different directions, but it was tough watching the Vikings game and not being like, this guy is insane. He has produced insane numbers when they're getting them more involved. Zeke was kind of a thorn today, but you know what? I don't need 20 carries from Tony Pollard. I don't need, you know, all these touches. Give me productive touches where he can, you know, explode in the, in the open field. And that's what he did. He turned a corner against Patrick Peterson with that catch, the the six, what was it? The first catch. It was like the 30 some yarder. Yeah. And he turned the corner with Patrick Peterson. I know he's not as fast as he used to be, but there was another safety there and he beat him around the corner. And he, like I was telling these guys off air, like he's got a gear beyond 
that extra gear. Like he mm-hmm. is so fast and so good in the open field. I hope he resigns with Dallas. I'm one of the few because they know how to use him. And I don't think he would survive with just him. He needs somebody like Zeke to take a couple carries off and, and give me that. And See, keep I made Dallas. the comparison, whether it was in the offseason or early this year, it reminds me of the old school Chiefs with Larry Johnson and Jamal Charles. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he he plays a lot. Zeke like is the Larry Johnson pounder, and Tony Pollard is the lightning quick, like extra gear Jamal yep. Charles. Now, Jamal it, Charles ended up being a feature back, and he held up well. Um, that's true. I don't know if Pollard's got, got that in him, but it'd be fun to see. But at the same time, I would rather – I'd almost rather him stay in Dallas too because, again, they know how to use him, and I think he's a great complement to what they have in Zeke. So. They'll find money. They'll find money. Yeah, they're, they'll probably gonna sign o- they're probably going to sign Odell Beckham Jr. here. Who knows? Yeah. No, they'll, they'll the, the Giants money. definitely are putting their bid in on, on no, Odell. No, he's going to see – he's going to be like, wait, the Giants just lost the Lions? He's yeah, the it's yeah, because they have no the receivers. One, they just beat the eight and one Vikings. I'm going to Dallas. The, the thing is, that's James, a sexy thing to do. The thing is, James, when somebody puts in a bid, they can always look at the bid and be like, oh, it's from this person. All right. We're just going to we're going to go over to this to, other side. He'll go to Dallas for less money than yep. go to the Giants. I hate to say it. I don't want to put yeah. a like a spear in your heart. Because you, if, if he signed okay. with Dallas for like three years, the 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 type of. What am I the like the sponsorships he can get from there? Like Nike signing with Nike, just Dallas in general. He can make money just from they're being America's in team. They are the most popular team in the that NFL. Star on the helmet. Unfortunately, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I like some of their Dude. players, not a fan. All right, let's move on to James's spray tan player of the week. James, who do you got? Your player that makes you go, ugh. I mean, you don't need too much lotion uh, for this player. He's very small. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's 2-2 two, two out. Well, all 5'9", 165. Uh, soaking wet. Yeah, soaking wet. Caught his one target today for 62 yards and a touchdown. It's only his second reception of the year. Um, the other one, was, coincidentally, was over 50 yards as well back in week five against Dallas. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, if there's anyone in your league that, like a that looks at Sean this Jackson. and says, oh, yeah, oh, Tutu Atwell, he's, he's good. He's going to be the star. Second round pick. Yeah. I mean, if you can get a third for Tutu Atwell, you take anything. It. You can get anything back. Tutu Atwell, take um, it. I mean, if you can get fab, fab bidding dollars. If I can get one, one, if I can get one, one fourth instead of two, two fourths. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> get out. Uh-huh. That came from your ligament, didn't it? Um, but, uh, yeah, it's Move 2-2 on, Atwell James. today. Man, really bad spray tan player of the week. I am not trusting pretty much anyone on this uh, Los Angeles Rams offense now. Like, And we talked a little bit about it earlier, but, man, it looks dead. It looks awful. like today was the day that Darrell Henderson died. Four snaps. Yeah. Four. Yeah. I mean, Cam Akers, 16 for 60. Okay. Kyron Kyron had a lot. Kyron had today. a couple of carries. I think he had six for like thirty or something. He played the like most that. snaps though. I think though. So I don't know. Yeah, Rams. I told yeah, you because they were behind. My, my, he was playing the pass catching role. My bold predictions was that none of the Rams, all their ADPs would fall because they're going to be bad. So I'll t- I'll toot my own horn toot, toot, once again about the Rams. Toot, toot. I'll toot toot at well. Don't, toot, toot, don't at, at well. Don't at well. Don't at well. All right. 
let's move on. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Underdog. Unfortunately, this week I was traveling, so I didn't do any prop bets on Underdog. But I'm sure we sure as hell going to do them next week because I'll be sitting on a couch watching football all day, and it'll be glorious. But the NFL season, it's been here. You're like I said, there's people not setting lineups. If you still want to be involved with fantasy football, this is a great way to do it. Go on Underdog. There's player pickums, player props, quick drafts, little best ball action. Go download the app on the Apple iTunes Store or the Google Play Store. Use code DHH, have your deposit up to $100 matched right away. It's free money. So you know what? Like I said, if you want to stay engaged, it's free money. 50 bucks, you get 50. So on and so forth. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so enter yourself into those best balls, those over-under predictions for NFL. They also have other sports on there as well. So if you're into basketball and hockey, you can do that too. Don't miss out on the deal. Once again, it's code DHH for your deposit of up to $100 matched. I don't have a tight end by the week. We talked more tight ends than I, I, I want to, which is great. We talked about Fryermuth. We talked about, I want to talk about Hawkinson, another guy with a 30% target share today, by the way. He had some bad drops, but Hawk's going to hawk. TJ Droppinson. Don't start him against the Pats, though, because he was awful when they played the Lions a few weeks ago. Yeah, I forget. They play uh, Thanksgiving Day. Night, night, I should say. Night, 830. I, I have a friend that's going to the game. Uh, no, Darisaw at left tackle for the Vikings. Matt Judon. I'm going to eat an extra yum, slice yum. of pumpkin pie and just it's pass gonna out. Be, it's going to be, you know, you might as well. <laughs> it's going to be an ugly go, game. You just go Black Friday shopping and uh, maybe listen to it. And Go out to the movie theater and just check the phone once in a while. You know, up here in Minnesota, we have an outstanding play-by-play guy, uh, Paul Allen, who is outstanding. Yeah, just just have it on the radio. You don't need to watch it. Yeah, 100%. So I think that is going to wrap. Anybody make any trades this week? I've had some don't, bad offers, but I have not made any I've trades. Had terrible I've, had, offers. I've had a couple offers. I don't think I I don't think I have. No. Tyler's taking a break here for the holidays. Yeah, like, you're slacking, dude. Yeah. He'll get the itch come like Thanksgiving Day. He's going to try to get people at like 6 o'clock in a food coma and start spamming offers. During the games. Maybe. This is such a Tyler thing. I mean, I, I have home leagues where trade deadline is Thursday, so I'm going to have to make them before then. And then, yeah, in other leagues, it's right before fantasy playoffs start. So we'll we'll have to see what I can muster up. But a lot of the teams where I'm rebuilding, I've already shipped off my veterans. And in leagues where I'm competing, I feel set. Same. I'm, I'm pretty good with all my teams that are winning. I don't feel like... Upsetting the apple cart. There's a there's a there's one for you, James. Did uh, I, I I traded David Montgomery for Chris Godwin last I think you week. You talked you talked about that on your yeah. solo pod last week, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the new solo pod. Come every other week at DHH. <laughs> Stop. It's just Stop. it's like Justin Timberlake, except a little better. It's true. Cry me a river. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy with uh, the way all my teams are doing. So I'm not I'm not one to make moves to sell the win like i feel that my teams are in a good spot i don't want to cut off my nose despite my face another saying for you james i'm, I'm gonna write you. that one down that's right really great wherever you got that from it's a classic it's a classic doug's been around the earth for like 80 years so he knows I've had what he's 44 trips around the around the sun as they say or whatever it is uh yeah anyway so that's gonna wrap <laughs> us up this week i want everyone to have a great thanksgiving I'm going to be having Thanksgiving with family about 20 minutes up the road, watching football, drinking some beer. It's going to be work. awesome. Tyler has to work, so he's going to have Subway. It's going to be beautiful. 
James, what do you got plans for Thanksgiving? You getting all the uh, family together? Yeah, the family going to the my mother in law's. She's having. Ooh, so you she's don't hosting. have to cook. Nice. Yeah, no, uh, the chef does not cook on Thanksgiving, dude. I take off. Um, I cook all the time, so I I, I sit back, I relax, drink a probably about a half a bottle of scotch throughout the day, and uh, watch football, right. eat some food. Before you know, I learned we... that you Go ahead. you can. The intake of an average person on Thanksgiving is 4,500 calories. I, I believe, believe that. that. I don't eat that I much. I actually, that. I don't eat a ton on Thanksgiving. Uh, let's quick, quick roundabout here. Sure. James, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? And don't mm. say turkey. I'm, I'm a big mashed potato and gravy guy. Or All right. just stuffing. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go with stuffing. Stuff I love okay. yep. I was just about to say stuffing. I love stuffing. I know some people call it dressing or whatever, but yes. Yeah, uh, so I am also a huge stuffing fan, and we have like three different stuffings at the Thanksgiving. We go to this like your traditional. There's like a some sort of like it has nuts in it stuffing that's really really good, and another one it's like a wetter stuffing. I like the fluffy stuffing a, a lot. Um, I also like biscuits. Like I'm a biscuit guy. Give me biscuits a biscuit. And gravy. Yeah, give me a biscuit. Give me some stuff. Give me all the carbs. Maybe that's where the 4,500 calories comes from. <laughs> I don't eat a lot of turkey, but I'm a sweets guy. So it's all no, about desserts. Dessert. What dessert do you go for? Uh, my mother-in-law makes a really good apple pie. So I'll with usually. Yeah, I'll go with a dollop of ice cream. A la mode. Yeah. I'm pumpkin not a big pie. pumpkin pie fan. If, all right. If you want something lighter, like if, apple pie with ice cream, like that's kind of a little heavier. A la mode. Like, yeah. If you're sitting there with that. But pumpkin pie, if you're like, okay, I'm stuffed. It's nice to have just like a thing of pumpkin pie with some uh, little whipped, cream whipped, on the top. whipped cream because it just feels lighter. We got to get that cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> to put it in perspective, and I just looked this up, a Big Mac is 563 calories. So it would be like eating Eight nine Big Macs. Big Macs. Yeah. Yeah, nine. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I'm still very confused by your by your logic here. <laughs> How many Baconators is that? Like yeah. four and a half? <laughs> How many hey, the McRib's back. Who cares? Gross. I'm going to put it on the bottom of my shoe. That's what they are. It looks just like insoles. the bottom of a shoe. It's just insoles, right? It's just an insole. I'm just going to step on my McRib for cushion. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. It's all about friends, family, football, and food. All the Fs. So go F yourself on Thanksgiving is what I'm saying. Yeah, all 4,500 calories. Yeah, have a good one. This has been Dynasty Happy Hour. We'll see you next week.